Hello everyone, um, it's been a while, but Yen and I are back, and we're in the studio again with Yannick. Welcome to the third episode of The Sauce. Alright, uh, so, um, quick uh, introduction before we get into the, uh, this episode. Uh, Yannick was on the show earlier, but due to some little um, difficulties, we kind of lost some files and lost a good part of the episode. So we called Unique back into the studio to talk about a few really important things today and a new song which he's going to drop on August 28th called Insomnia, right? Yeah, Insomnia. Insomnia. Welcome, uh, Unique. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm back, man. Yeah? <laughs> sick, sick. All right. Um, so today, uh, I think we should start by congratulating you on your music video, What Once Was, for the... Um, Nominations, I believe. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we got uh, nominated for uh, best uh, music video at the South African uh, indie f- indie yeah. film festival, yeah. and then we won the Feel the Real festival in Scotland, and then we came 18th uh, at the London Music Video uh, uh, Awards or f- film festival, whatever. But we came third with uh, with the crowd voting, so that one actually counts more than. Yeah, it's way more important, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because we're doing it for the audience. If they like it, then, (laughs) yeah, that's cool for me. Uh, Uh, Yeah, so thank you very much. Thank you very much for that. Definitely. um, We were actually watching the video, like, before we started recording, and you were out for a smoke. And I have to ask, was that filmed in South Africa itself? Yeah, yeah, everything was filmed in in Cape Town. Oh, yeah? Um, I recorded the song in uh, in Rotterdam. Oh, cool. And then... yeah, and then I spoke to, because I studied at a film school, and then I spoke to a, a friend of mine who's, a, who's directing and editing videos and stuff. She's really, really good at what she does. Yeah. And then I had this, I had this idea, and she didn't, she didn't really like the idea because she never heard the song. So she thought mm. I was just, uh, you know, coming up with something that's maybe I- impossible to, to, to pull off or something that's corny or cheesy or whatever. And then... I was like, look, let me just send you the song, then you understand why I'm thinking like this. Of course, this. yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And then, yeah, I sent her the song, and then she video called me before she was about to listen to it for the first time. And yeah, her expression. And she was listening yeah, on the she spot. Was like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> so like then, that. yeah, so she took, she took uh, uh, my concept, and then she just expanded on that, and then filled everything in, being the director that she is, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I, I think she killed it, man. Like, wait, she, but so did you come up with the idea of what it would look like? Yeah, I, well, well, I also studied. I was at the film school as yeah, well, so I, 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 yeah. I kind of know like how to think in that in that way of, of course like, conceptual, you would, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. concept, in terms of conceptualizing your own videos and stuff. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna take all the credit, but I, I mean, I, the the idea of all that stuff being thrown at me and stuff it did come from me, and yeah. I, you know the the, the 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 first idea was uh, for me, uh, for me to be haunted by like my ex girlfriend. So yeah. wherever yeah. I go, if I go into like Albert Hine, she she's there when I'm yeah. paying for money and she's throwing my clothes. It's and funny, then, yeah, yeah. You and know, I, the, the think I think like it can kind of cr- can come across corny when you yeah. when you just say it, but yeah. when you look at it the way that it's filmed and the yeah. way that it just kind of like is implemented in the video, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It actually just looks really well done and really cool, yeah. and it actually, it's a very upbeat song as well. So I like the contrast of it being like, "Well, this is all fucked," but then it oh. ends very nicely, and you're like, "Yeah, of course it does." <laughs> We're such media students. <laughs> Look at us just overanalyzing everything. Formal and whatever the fuck it is. I don't know how we made made it past first year. 
But, I'm uh, not surprised you're doing so well, though. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, bro. That, I was like, oh, shit, that's actually, like, popping and shit. Uh, but I think my favorite shot from the video, like, when I watched it, was the boxing ring. Mm. And that one where you get uppercut and, like, it just switches over to, like, um, you dumpster diving, like, in a record store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. So, for the audience, um, this is a music video to what once was, and I would highly recommend watching it. Produced by Town 2 Beats and... Danny E.B.? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tantu is, a, is a, a music producer. He lives in Utrecht. Yeah. I've never met him before. I met him online. And uh-huh. yeah, he, yeah he, he's doing really, really well. It's good. Um, Danny E.B. tracks also is, uh, he's from America, actually. And yeah, he's also doing super well. Like, these are like really like top of the range producers, if I may call it that. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, the internet's making everything it's easy interesting, for us, uh, yeah. you know? Like, you can work with people that you've never met before. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's wild. Still have a good vibe and, you know what I mean? Good, so cool you've never together. met these people, but, like, at the same time, yeah, you yeah, got to yeah, have. Yeah, 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 exactly, you know? Like, uh, but I, I do want to meet Tantu. I mean, he's just down the road, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 20, like minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes yeah. train or something. Uh, yeah, well, Tantu's a really talented guy, man, and, yeah. I, I guess a uh, shout out to Tantu in that case. Tantu, and man. Yeah, if anyone tries to jack a Tantu beat and <laughs> rip off Yannick's flow, I will come find <laughs> Can't do much. Hey, we that. don't want any. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm just saying, we've got to protect artistic integrity. Especially. In that case, let's do it. Um, also, is, is recognition through your music videos uh, something you focus on? Uh, w- it, recognition? Yeah, because it's, it's the way that you've... Uh, yeah, you're taking this video basically to like all the musical, uh, sorry, all the, ah, the film festivals, okay. mm-hmm. and it's interesting. Like, I don't, I think some artists like focus on that, but like, not for instance, like there's artists like Amine and uh, artists like, um, I think yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to say like for instance like Lil Dicky, it's not like a, maybe you shouldn't take it too seriously, but at the same time like the dude's like got a show just like Charles Gambino. For instance, he's also got a show called Atlanta, where they really focus on the music videos. You can already kind of see like, oh, this yeah. is becoming a show. Yeah. And I think you also have like this kind of like, okay, the music video is not just like you rapping in front of the, yeah. the camera. It's really, there is a story. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, like, you know, guys like Childish and them have got the money to shoot. They yeah. can shoot as many cool music videos as they want, you know. Mm-hmm. With us up and coming artists, like, I, I believe that once you've got at least one super or invest in one uh, super good music video and then just push that one because, you know, we don't have the money to be making music videos all the time. Yeah. You know? Of course. Yeah. And what's the point of making 10 super cool music videos, but uh, on average, each video is only getting 2,000 views, for example. Yeah, you're right. Why don't you just focus on one and try and get to 100,000 views or something until until you move to the next one? I think I'm almost done w- with uh, pushing this video and then I'm going to go on to the next one. Yeah. But I need to milk it because it's such a good video of and course, a good song. Yeah. Yeah, everything about it is so good. So I have to milk it and get as many, uh, uh, I don't know, followers and listeners as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, impressions yeah. Uh, as possible before I move on to the next. Definitely. like You know? Um, you want it to be a little viral at least. That's how you got the, yeah, the following. Exactly. And and it's, exactly. It's also interesting like the effect it actually has and like the, the listens that it has on Spotify if you look at it. 
that song has so like it's it's by far like the most listened to like oh, yeah. yeah the most like, imagination uh, comes kind of close yeah. but that's also a very good video yeah. i think you you probably put some time into that as well yeah but um, i think i put more i put more time into to, which, to this which song, is yeah. fair yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also i think it's funny that like a song like friends which is also really good mm. doesn't get the amount of attention that that yeah. one gets but i think it has a lot to do with that i think it's uh, i think uh, but uh, i think that's my own fault because i didn't think that friends was a a, a a song that's as strong as imagination or what mm. once was yeah. so i didn't really put that much effort into that song to be honest yeah okay um, but yeah i'm hearing from people that it's a good song and yeah i like it a lot you know yeah i mean i make I'm, i'll make the i'll make the music and then if if i'll know that people like it but if i don't mm. like it then it's it's very difficult of to course. actually want to uh, push it and 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 see how far the song gets you you know it's a very but interesting perspective that you bring to the table actually yeah. because one thing i've recently started doing is looking at music videos for a lot of artistic inspiration yeah. and to hear the creative vision behind a music video changes everything about it does. how i can because like you know you could say the curtains were blue and i could think oh maybe unique was just fucking depressed <laughs> or like you know you'd be like no blue is a fucking cool color and yeah i think it's aesthetically pleasing yeah so there are just so many things that you can do about it. Mm -hmm. And I oh know it's, it's, it's just one of those crazy things which always blows my mind. And from an artistic perspective, I truly believe that music videos are the way to go right now because people put so much time and effort into them. Um, yeah. I think my, one of my favorite ones is, I think it was Young Thug uh, when he had like Jeffrey. Where he was supposed to make a music video, but he never showed up to the fucking shoot. <laughs> and so the uh, so the director was like, "Okay, we're gonna film this music video without him." So they just filmed a bunch of things and things around like the set without uh, Jeffrey. And there was, I mean, not Jeffrey, but Young Thug, but his character was Jeffrey or whatever. And yeah, it was just a lot of really creative vision. How to do? Actually, really cool. Wild. Yeah. Uh, actually, um. I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh, young Thug, Jeffrey, right? Oh, whoops, typo, Jeffrey. Um, sorry, Wycliffe Sean. 40 million views. I'd say that's pretty good, right? That's, <laughs> that's pretty decent. Right? No, but it's interesting, yeah, for sure. I think the video is a huge part of it. Oh, definitely. I, I can appreciate a song so much more when watching the video yeah. than just listening to it. It actually does add something, and yeah. especially if you put a lot of work into it. Yeah, yeah um, you remember that party we were at, the Goodbye House party? Uh, no. Okay, I wouldn't Ooh. expect us to. Anyway, um, over there, um, there was someone from Berlin, uh, and they mentioned that they were from this area called Schöneberg. Uh, the Germans can rip into me. My German sucks. Anywho, um, there is this one rap group called... Bihach said or whatever BHC and they actually kind of took off because of the quality of their music videos and mm. for like small rap groups like you know when you get like a hundred thousand views that is like a billion to yeah. them and because of that like every time like I meet someone German who is around our age and has a thing for hip-hop I ask them oh do you know BHC or Bihach said and then they're like oh yeah their videos are so cool yeah so yeah. there you go that's already like a great way to make an yeah, impression it's part of their brand kind of thing yeah exactly yeah. and i believe that like yeah to be so definitely keep keep pushing you know yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, like you know you're at you're just like s starting off so strong yeah. already 
But I think all all, all artists need to have good music videos. So mm. It would be lovely if they did. But yeah. Like not everyone's a creative <laughs> yeah. genius, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you yeah. think of um, Kanye's one "Wash Us in the Blood"? Actually, sorry, "Wash Us in the Blood," Kanye's uh, newest song. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe you should play it, and then yeah, yeah okay. well, then we critique it after we hear it. All right. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> good. You can do that. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. we can play we small can snippets. Yeah, we can get away with that. All right, so I'm just gonna fast forward a little bit. Rain down for my mom. Rain down on the farm. Shower us with your love. Wash us trap flow. Drop this for the thugs. No, I grew up in the mud. The top is not enough. Wash us in the blood. Is there anybody here? Is there anybody here that can save no matter how much you play? So the way I see this, like. Uh, I was talking to one of my Kanye Stan friends, and she was like, this is a very Yeezus meets Kanye loves Jesus kind yeah. of sound. And I like to interpret actually regarding BLM, because the music video is actually all about police brutality against black people in America. Yeah. And not just black people, but also everyone who was fighting against systemic racism yeah. in the US and around the world. Yeah. So the music video to that itself was just um, a compilation. Like yeah. it was just a montage of user submitted videos of police ah. brutality. Uh, you know, and I wouldn't like f- uh, listening to what you just played now. I wouldn't have put that together. No, yeah, Lesbian. yeah, it's completely, Very true. completely different. Exactly, you know? it changes the whole narrative about the song. Like wash us in the blood. Like maybe it's it might be something biblical. I'm not very clued into that. Yeah, man. but the way I see it. Maybe he could be associating religion with um, brutality or something like yeah. that of that sense. I think a lot of the time uh, a song doesn't have the uh, impact uh, that a music video can bring upon it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time a song just kind of has this kind of vague, uh, li- these vague lyrics that don't really say yeah. that much. But like yeah. once you see the video, you're like, ah, yeah. I get it. I mean, yeah. sicko mode is a great. <laughs> yeah, and if the video and if the video is is good, you might want to watch it, uh, watch the music video a couple more mm-hmm. times. Yeah. And while you're watching the video, the song's playing exactly. all the time, and then it start it starts growing on you, mm. and then it's then this it starts being about true. the song and not the video anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, once you bought up the video, you know. Actually, it's really. Oh my God, what is going on? So, <laughs> Yannick, yo. Yesterday, you are you're from Cape Town, South Africa. Yeah. And I was hanging out with a girl from Cape Town, South Africa, and she showed me this one clip from um, some movie. South African movie. Oh, no, it was like an American movie. All right. All right. But what you just said reminded me of that so clearly. It was, yeah. I don't know, Easy A. That was the name of the movie. I've never seen it, but hey, if you have, great. Not a great movie, but... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, not so great. Um, <laughs> Apparently, the character receives a birthday card with, like, a really shitty song. But for some reason, she keeps opening the card over and over again because, like, it's a big fucking message that was written on the card or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, correct me if I'm wrong. I do not remember it entirely. And over time, because she'd try and read the message and n- not listen to the song, she had to keep listening to the song to read the whole fucking um, message. Yeah. And the song grew on her. Yeah. So I know, like, it's just these little connections that are being made. But jumping back to the topic, uh, recently, 
as we all know, there have been movements all around the world for Black Lives Matter yeah. amidst co the Corona crisis. So Not even recently, honestly, but like it's, I think I think the fact even that COVID came kind of came up kind of like put attention like oh we don't have anything to do so like maybe this mm -hmm. is the time to actually fucking make a change. Mm -hmm. All right, so I feel like first we should ask you about you how have you been Yanni, like in times of Corona as an artist and as a person yeah. how have you been? I mean, I've been, I've been good, man. Um, I'm not just doing music. I'm also a, a personal trainer. Um, I do boxing mm -hmm. and yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, I've been I've I've been exercising quite a bit during uh, the lockdown period. Uh, yeah, lots of boxing videos and all that. Yeah, well. yeah, just yeah. to stay yeah. mentally there, you know. Mm. Yeah. Um, boxing will do that for you, man. It's yeah, so many yeah, people. yeah. Yeah, people have to exercise, man. It's really good for your mind. And yeah. But some, some choose to smoke <laughs> weed. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I've been, uh, I've been good. Um, muse, the music has uh, slowed down a bit, but I have been writing quite a lot, a lot of new songs. And, but yeah, obviously in terms of uh, uh, gigging and uh, performing everywhere, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, mm -hmm. those, those have died out quite a bit. Um, yeah, but I mean, I've got the new single that's coming out. And I think now that, uh, not between now and... Uh, and uh, December, yeah. uh, artists are gonna be needing to drop songs because people are at home and they yeah. need music. You know, so I think let's try to capitalize on the fact that people are at home now, and it's and I think the streaming numbers should be growing because people mm. are at home. And this is also something that Mill uh, Mill Green we had on the yeah. in the pod the other day. Uh, yeah. He said to me the other day, it was like uh, that he wasn't sure that he should be posting music during corona because like oh maybe yeah. and, or, and black lives matter and all yeah. that stuff like there's so much happening like should i be posting but at the same time it's something like hey like people don't have that much to yeah. do and maybe this is the time to yeah to really like produce and produce and yeah. produce but i think there's, there's so many different ways of of looking at it mm. because i mean we could you, you can say like what you just said now that people are at home during lockdown and they probably are streaming and looking for new music mm. to get them through this tough period yeah but then again you can also say but so many other artists are thinking like that as well and my song is just going to i don't know just drown in the, it could be, the yeah. millions of other songs that are being released you know so i mean i think if you feel it's good for you you do it like yeah don't i don't don't really think too much about it because there's always going to be a good enough excuse to not do something this is very fair you know? yeah yeah you can so, always come up with an excuse yeah Right. Now, coming back to the single you just mentioned, yeah. you played it for us earlier, and Yane and I were absolutely floored by that. Um, you were here with us. You just saw us like we played the beginning, like, uh, ads and just yeah. You know. We played the beginning at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, that this is we didn't mention that, but that's uh, the new track that's coming out the twenty eighth of uh, August. Yeah, it's called Insomnia. So, and yeah. I think one thing I noticed was like, so for the listeners that have listened to Yannick's stuff before you know Yannick's sound it's it's a very different sound to what he is gonna what he's gonna produce and i think you guys are gonna love it <laughs> and if anything this reminds me just a fair bit maybe it's because it's summer like i'm i'm here in the studio melting my ass off with the boys <laughs> we have beers and cold water because like we're just trying to survive but this reminds me of an anderson park song and it's called lockdown because he released it during lockdown and Yane and I were also just talking about this before the episode because we were like, oh, maybe we should talk about this because it's a really cool thing. Um, also related to whatever the topic, Black Lives Matter. Yes, it is both about Black Lives Matter and uh, the COVID crisis right now. <coughs> uh, have you heard that song, Yannick? 
Which one is this now? Uh, Lockdown by Anderson Park. I think if you play oh, it, yeah, 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 yeah. I have, I have heard it. Yeah, but yeah, just uh, can you play it again? Yeah, but it I definitely have heard it before. Um, I just haven't heard it too much yet. Like yeah. I've heard it like once or twice. Or something. And Yane just showed me the remix, which ha- which features JID. Um, for those that can't see us, of course, Yane is wearing a JID shirt. Right <laughs> <laughs> features JID, No Name, and J Rock. So it's actually a very interesting remix. Yeah. So. You playing the remix now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard the original. Man, do I wish sometimes that the podcast would just be listening us, be us listening to uh, music the whole <laughs> two hours. <laughs> Hello, Sony, um, UMG. Uh, can we just like fuck all your licenses? <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, that, that would be the life. But um, I mean, like this song captures it so well. You should have been downtown. The people were going up, or what? Something like that. Agent. Rising, yeah. Rising up, sorry, yeah. I mean, like, it just says enough right there. Yeah. We thought it was a lockdown. Yeah. And um, from my friends who live in the US, uh, one of my best friends lives in California, and she was at the protests and everything. And she was, I remember FaceTiming her one day when she got home, and she's like, it's kind of crazy. Like, I have so much respect for the people that are doing this, and yeah. a lot less respect for the government and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, there are people out there putting their shit on the line just to be justified for a cause, which is yeah. unprecedented. Like, I feel like the the last biggest movement like this was the civil rights movement back in the 60s. And it's been exactly 60 years, roughly, since that movement, and nothing has changed there. Um, it's It's kind of atrocious that that is the way it is and that's how things are over there and not only there but all around the world police brutality and discrimination against black lives is ever present and um as we were talking earlier i feel like you could shed some light on this as you were actually a speaker at the dumb square uh blm protest um and can you tell us your story about that actually um yeah so uh basically so this whole George Floyd, Black Lives Matter uh, movement started, uh, just happened. And mm. then I started seeing a lot of like protests and people speaking uh, on stages and, you know, voicing their opinions and speaking their minds. And I don't know what I wanted to. So I start, so as a result of that, I decided, let me let me write something it's like a short, like, 16 bar rap verse talking about the situation because I hadn't written in maybe like I think two a month mm-hmm. or two or something. So I wanted to see if I could still, if my mind could still uh, think that way and operate that way where I just think of a topic and write about it. You know? yeah. Because I hadn't done it in a while. You know, I'd taken a break from writing. I had I have a lot of songs, so I can I can do I can afford to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to read it up right now? Yeah, sure, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll do that for you. Yeah. I, you pass me the phone, yeah. So then, um, yeah, so I, yeah, I wrote this thing, and then I decided, you know, instead of, uh, no, not instead of, but I wanted to, to actually uh, uh, shoot a video for it, like a really powerful video for mm-hmm. it, 
but uh, you know I couldn't I didn't have any ideas and mm. on the day when I was going to the studio to record this rap verse I was yeah. coming back and um, my housemate was like yo uh, yeah there's a Black Lives Matter protest at Dam Square uh, you need to come back and yeah and we're going there cool yeah and then I played I played when I when I met up with my housemate on at, at Dam Square I played it I played it for her. And she's like, no, man, uh, you need to yeah. say this now on, on stage. You need to, you know, perform this to the people. Yeah. And I didn't, I really didn't want to do it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not just saying that I really, because that, that's not my kind of thing to just go up on stage. And I don't like to be involved in politics like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got my opinions, but sometimes I keep them to myself and of let course. other people, you know, share theirs, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so basically I was forced to go up on stage, you know? And once you get up on the stage... As a rapper, musician, you know, mm-hmm. uh, actor, just, whatever, yeah. <laughs> you've got to do your thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I went up and I did my thing, and uh, this is how it went. All right, let's hear it. Uh, I had I had my phone with me, like you know, because I didn't know it off by heart, and I said, um, "Who's got it all? Let's talk about it. Communicate it through correspondence. Blame it on COVID. I had no options. We're in this together. The word is bondage." Are we locked down or do they hold us hostage? We won't complain, we got bigger problems. Like we're being fucked by a racist condom. Our demons inside have been reignited. They don't protect us the same like heroes we claim. They've been killing us, nothing has changed. Our people are Django unchained in a range. Range is like Range Rover. Uh, it used to be, look at how far we have came. Now it's rest in peace in front of our names. Just for walking the streets, uh, they're calling us brave. Yo, has Superman rescued a slave? We want to have kids in love with cartoons and not grow up thinking their father's a villain. Bad cop gone good. Feels like one in a million. And how much longer till we start resisting? Follow our lead, respect our opinions, like fuck those police who threw her off the building. We've been taking L's, some gave up on winning. Shout outs to those who take shots for their children. Every day waking, uh, every day waking up feels like, oh my God, we made it. Not for that long till that feeling has faded. Gone before they've reached the potential that's shameless. Gone before they've reached their potential, which means they died nameless. Crooked cops. <laughs> Something like that, man. Oh, that's beautiful. That's, that's it was, beautiful. I, I wish we had the crowd like right now, just like, just like <laughs> Yeah, the man. crowd was awesome that day, man. And oh. anyone that's interested, look it back on Yannick's Facebook. He, yeah. It's all been filmed, and it's a very powerful speech, yeah. especially like for all the people in, in person that were there. Yeah. Probably was a big one. Yeah, like even cool. if even if it wasn't the plan, you know, like it was written straight from the heart, and you could you could hear that. Oh, definitely, hundred percent. And like, I don't know if it's because like I'm cold, which I'm not, but I kind of got goosebumps from that. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's me now. But yeah, um, if something's uh, powerful. It's powerful, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm so sorry I didn't see you at BLM. Dom Square. So, um, so, but you were there, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah I, I was taking photos. I was like, uh, it's not a great idea to jump into this crowd, but hey, I, I, I need to take photos of yeah. this because this is a life-changing moment for a lot of people. It's very empowering. Yeah. And Historical <sighs> moment. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. And I remember like at the end of the protest when everyone was clearing out, there were just some people dancing to... Um, what's Burn that song? Boy, probably. Uh, no, not Burner Boy. That bum bum, you know the one which is in Kanye's famous. Who? You know, uh, like bum 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 bum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we know. I was like, this. We're never gonna know if you're gonna do it like that. I was like, oh wait, I do. Yeah, and like 
how do you sample that? But I was and I looked into the song. It's an old song. Yeah, and it's more solely jazz type thing. I was like, oh, that's really beautiful. And yeah. it's 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 black culture. You know, you, you you sing and you dance to this and you express your joy even in times of strife and hate. Y- people will persevere. Yeah. But, this um, is true. Yeah. Um, for Black Lives Matter. How long has it been now? I uh, it started in March, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, right. Or Th- it started this year, right? Yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was pretty close, like to June, actually. Like, because uh, I remember the the protest was in June, so it was right before that, at least. Like in uh, uh sorry. Oh what, yes. Uh, what's before June? I'm bad at months. May. July, May, May. May. I think it was in May then. But it seems like it's been going on for so long, and it, it has been obviously. But like the really that it's been on, on, on this year is probably I think. Yeah, it's crazy. May. <clears throat> One of my flatmates, who lives in the U.S., is also uh, a super activist. Her routine consists of going to work, going to the protest, going home, and rinse and repeat. And I I just jumped onto her Twitter right now. Yeah. And she retweeted something from this account called Movement for Black Lives, which says, take time to celebrate today, y'all, we're winning. And I know, like, I I don't want to watch the video right now, but it looks like, actually, you know what, let's watch the video, fuck it. Um, (laughs) All right, everyone's going to hear this audio, too. Uh, You can see, too. Um... I guess this is That's Music is empowering, man. Yeah, it is. Black culture is so beautiful, honestly. Voguing. <laughs> she liked the way that I. <laughs> <laughs> well put together video, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> cool. Oh, you should watch the Wash Us in the Blood music video then. I mean, it's nowhere near as like gracious. It's actually very terrifying. Mm. But um, now that you mentioned music and we just saw a video of a protest, this is actually a great segue into something that I really want to talk about. And that is music in times of protest regarding black people. So. I think we know about the Rodney King, um, the killing of Ro- the slaying of Rodney King, rather, and the other rights that uh, pursued. And I am very bad with dates and years, etc. But uh, the NWA made like rather they had a concert in Detroit, '89, and they were playing. Uh, they were performing "Fuck the Police," and they made it through 30 seconds before. Apparent gunshots went off in the crowd at the arena. Uh, and people were like, oh, what the fuck? And of, of course, everyone took off thinking, okay, there's a gunman in the crowd. So yeah. This is like terrifying. Um, the group heard the shots and took off, only to run backstage into a line of cops who threw them to the ground, handcuffed them, and hauled them away. What? That's fucked up, right? Yeah. And this is um, on verbatim from one of the arses from, from the group. All of a sudden, you hear bap, 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 bap. Guys are running, and guys are trying to storm the stage. Turns out it was the cops, and they had they had let off some cherry bombs to create chaos. Fuck. That's, that's really fucked up. Like, you know, yeah. 
just because people can express a thought which um, is not in favor of the government, mm -hmm. or at least in America, you know. And I personally believe it has a lot to do with racism and systemic racism that the cops believe they can do this. And it's the same thing yeah. even in the BLM protests today. Like, um, there's so many things. What was it? Ah, yes. Like where police would trash their own cars and trash cars around them and set things on fire and blame it on protesters. Blame it on the people, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's crazy, right? Like, this shouldn't be allowed to happen. It's, it's not yeah. ethical. It's, you wouldn't believe or trust a system that did that. And even in... Um, what was it? Uh, there was another article that I read, and it was like about demonstrators in other parts of the U.S. that used hip hop as a form of sonic protest, a term which I fucking love. Sonic protest, it sounds so cool. And in New York, protesters chanted to the hook of Ludacris's song, fuck, uh, sorry, not fuck the police, move bitch. Get out the way! <laughs> as they were pending on the Manhattan Bridge by police officers. So, like, you know, they were just trying to. Yeah. Cram them on. That's <laughs> hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah, and I can imagine it. Hip hop <laughs> artists have protested against police brutality in their music since forever. Like in the late 80s to early 90s, rappers from different corners of the US described yeah. the, brutal, the brutal and discriminatory practices by the police uh, that, ha that they have witnessed in their own communities. And the rich history of protest in black American music started much earlier than hip hop, actually. And it's as old as Southern blues and uh, jazz and rhythm and blues. So um, there's this one old song. It's called Joe Turner Blues, which supposedly originated in the 1800s. And according to some folklorists, um, black residents of the Mississippi Delta used the earliest version, version of the song to describe a white sheriff named Joe Turner who would send black men to chain gangs or to work on building levies which is insane because this just shows how um music and black culture has been affected by systemic racism especially within the u.s itself and another thing to consider is in the 50s and 60s the civil rights era rather um a lot of jazz musicians contributed to to the civil rights canon through songs like Charles Mingus or uh, Mississippi Goddamn by Nina Simone and black musicians always sorry also made direct references to racial profiling and police brutality Marvin Gaye himself tackled police violence on his album What's Going On um, and Trigger Happy uh, sorry Trigger Happy Policing is one of the many social problems mentioned in Inner City Blues which is quite insane because as I said earlier it's been 60 years and nothing's changed um, and it's gonna take a long time since things are gonna change and obviously it's nice to, it's a nice thing at least that music is trying to have an impact and it's uh, you wouldn't really think of it right now but like if you listen to like most of the top 10 music and top 100 mm -hmm. a lot of black culture and a lot of people are putting l references to this movement in their in their music and exactly. just this playlist if they if they haven't if anyone that's listening haven't hasn't seen it yet uh, the black lives matter playlist that just has a bunch of music really from all kinds like just from throughout the years like even older songs 
uh, that has to have to do with Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter movement. And it's, uh, it's a good one. Definitely check it out. It's crazy. Also, uh, to kind of kind of go back to uh, the people that are sitting at the table, um, I think it's a nice thing to have a perspective of um, unique you as as a as a South African coming into the the country of the Netherlands. Uh, for instance, nowadays, uh, just I think yesterday or the day before, uh, Facebook and Instagram banned uh, Zwarte Piet. Yeah. From Instagram and from their from their platforms, um, like what, as in images of Swartz Pete or yeah, like any imagery of it. I mean, any okay. imagery of it. Um, obviously, like if 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 you are already on, I don't know. I think most people at this point kind of understand what the implication is. Mm-hmm. But uh, as a, as a as a person that hasn't grown up here and was never used to it at any point, what was it like to kind of like see? something like that custom like what did you think of it when you first entered the country or like you found out uh yeah uh, well i think uh, uh black facing what is it wasn't like a, a big thing in south africa but in other mm. places it was done quite a quite a lot um yeah but when i came here obviously i tried to uh, um get used to like how people like me are treated so black people are treated mm. here and yeah but i mean I, I i i also feel like if when i am here i'm kind of like hijacking other people's struggles so i can be a victim myself you know what i mean and yeah you know i mean in the end i'm not i'm not from here and my struggle is is back home where i come from yeah and uh yeah all i can do is just i mean you know sympathize with whatever what, what, whatever's going on here in in in, in holland yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not Surinamese, and yeah. you know, so I can't, I can't really feel how they feel. But I mean, it, but as a person, you're also a black person and living in the Netherlands right now, and you probably like you're enjoying it here, right? So it's not, yeah. you, you probably have felt the implications at some point of like living here as a black person. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I have, and. Uh, you know, it's a it's a it's a difficult one. I, I want to say it, but I also don't want to say it. But like, I, I mean, I've I've had my my fair share of racist uh, experiences yeah. uh, since I've moved here. For example, oh, I didn't tell you before before we started, but for example, um, I went. I was at this one club and uh, on what's that road? That long uh, Overtone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Doka or something like that. Doka. I forgot. Yeah, I don't or something know. like that. Yeah. And uh, so I'm with two other white friends of mine, Dutch. And so, yeah, so we're waiting in line to go inside the club. So it gets to us now. And then my two white friends go in first. They search them, whatever. I don't know, 30 seconds or 15 seconds, whatever. Mm. Uh, They pat them down. They open the one girl's bag quick. And then when it came to your boy, me, (laughs) dude, I was standing there. I thought I was I was sleeping over. You know they were, they were searching me, dude. They they stripped me down basically, man. God, I, I felt, yeah, man. They searched me to the point where I felt I, I might as well be naked or something. You know what I mean? Jesus. They took my phone, this phone that I'm showing you right now, mm. and it had like a like a the pink. Yeah, I had a pink cover on. I remember you guys spoke about it last time. Yeah, I had that pink cover. I took mm-hmm. it off. Now you guys made me feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I had like this cover on it, and he took. He took my phone and he opened it up and he was searching inside for something. I don't know what he's looking for. Um, and uh, yeah, he asked me 
to show him what the the, the code is, the 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 pass, the pass. Pass, 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 pass. Dude, it was ridiculous. I was it, it I got to the why, point where my my two Dutch friends were like, "Nah, man, uh, what's going on? Why are you searching him for so long? You know?" And he just he just searched me, man, and eventually he couldn't. Obviously, he didn't find anything because I don't oh, sell that's, fucking that's drugs fucking or you yeah, know. Man, that's and that's actually very yeah, illegal so, too. Holy shit! Yeah, man. So also there was another incident where I was on tour in Spain for Taekwondo. I can't mention mm. names, but I'm gonna say the story because it really did piss me off. Yeah. Mm. And <clears throat> I'm with my girlfriend, and there's like the whole team is there, like 40 of us, and uh, yeah, so we we're having dinner and stuff. And now it's time to pay the bill. And now when it comes to like, if it's like four people and stuff like that, it's all cool, you know. Like, there's not, there's no like paying the bill politics. But I was speaking to my girl, and I was like, "Watch this. Let me pay. Let, let me pay for both of us, cool. And ask for the receipt because I know what's going to happen. I already said that to her. You know, I mean, it's also stupid for me to think like that. Mm-hmm. But in the end, mm-hmm. it was not stupid. Yeah. And then there's money that's that still needs to be paid at the end. Yeah, and what did they? What what does this lady say? I can't mention the name. Re- ah, fuck man, I can't mention the name. And she says, "Yo, has has Yannick paid? Has Yannick paid?" I'm the only black guy in this team. All everybody else is white or Indonesian. No, no, no other Sudanese guys. Has mm. Yannick paid? And I looked at my girlfriend. She's white Dutch, white Dutch girl. And I looked at her. I'm like, you see what I mean? I haven't been. Yeah. This is not the first time I've been in this situation before. Shit. And the fact that I had to predict something like this, you know what I mean? That's that's if fucked you, up. If you didn't think I paid, yeah. come to me. I mean, why are you shouting so everyone can hear? I mean, I paid. Yeah. I, yeah. I even added a, a tip. Yeah, that's straight up racism. It's not okay. You know, and the thing is, there's so many other incidences. I mean, I I wouldn't. If it was the first time, I wouldn't say it was racist. You yeah. know what I mean? But she's been treating me like I'm this. Dude, I think we're going off topic, but she's been yeah. to me like I'm this this person from Africa it's here in Europe looking for a better life. Yeah. My mm. life was way better in Cape Town, man. Like, it's beautiful. It's weather, not, yeah. I'm not poor. I didn't come from like a poor a family, whatever. But yeah, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Good energy. Fuck that indeed. <laughs> Good sure. energy in this household only. <laughs> Shout out to all of us for being beautiful people, no matter what. Except for yeah, racists man. and... How is how is the situation in in South Africa? Are, are there big protests there? How do you know? Um, with the Black Lives Matter, you mean? Yeah, related to it. Everything. Uh, yeah. They, well, they, no, 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 no. They, well, when they weren't allowed to obviously have protests because of this whole coronavirus mm. and stuff. And the thing is, with us here in Holland, is that the the the, the lockdown regulations. Uh, Aren't uh, that, yeah, yeah, more chill than the ones in South Africa. Like in South Africa, they've banned the sale of alcohol, they banned the sale of tobacco. Oh, man. There's like a curfew uh, between uh, 9 p.m. and 4 a.m. No one's allowed to be out. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, you have to be at home, otherwise you get arrested. But why? So yeah, man. Because yeah, because the 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 coronavirus cases are just getting way out of hand. Okay. Um, Corona, yeah. So so I mean, like stuff like protests and demonstrations couldn't happen because you just yeah. You just get it. Yeah. This makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on Facebook I see a lot of posts, man. Yeah, South Africans are very vocal people. If if they're unhappy with something, it, you will know that. Um, do you think South Africa still uh, still has its problems related to this kind of thing? Like, do you have any? Oh, with racism? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%, man. 
but like it's more it's 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 like hidden they say uh, uh systemic right yeah. yeah when it's like you can't see it but it's there mm-hmm. you know and like it's it's in in sports and and being hired and stuff you know it's you know when you when you when you at when you when you get to like i don't know 20 years old and above when you were like a, an adult you know mm. a young adult yeah then you start to see these things but when we're at school you you don't realize it like you know when a teacher tells you no it uh, tells your parents at the parents teacher meeting no uh no, your kid is not good at maths. He needs to do standard grade maths instead of high grade. My, my parents are told that. Yeah. But I carry. I, I finished. I passed high grade maths. And I, yeah. I, and I was quite good at it. You know, I proved them wrong, you know. But it's, it's, those, it's those small things, you know. Like, my best friend was actually a white guy. And he was, never, he was never told that. And I was a better student than him. He was never told that. He was told, no, mm-hmm. this is... The, he, his parents were given, like a, 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 like, a list of all these extra curricular activities he can do to better uh, to better mm-hmm. himself in his in the disciplines that he's doing and stuff I was yeah. never given that I was told nah he's not good nah he needs to he, he shouldn't be a mathematician he needs to just be a painter or yeah. he need, you know it's and all those small it things yeah, that's where it starts there you know and uh, yeah it's now when I look at it I'm like yo I, I can't wait to have children yeah. because I, I'm gonna have to stand up. St- I'm gonna have to stand up for them, and, I'm, mm. and maybe I'm not standing up for them, but I'm standing up for what I missed out on because of yeah. all that stuff, you know. I think you're standing up, and, standing up for what's right, then. Yeah, but it's else. it's it's what's right. Let's yeah, just keep it fair, man. Mm. You know. I, I totally it's, get that. Um, so when I went to high school in India, one of my best friends was actually a black South African. Yeah, I showed him to. He's from Pretoria. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember the shit he would go through because like I don't know maybe it's because people aren't really educated on racism in India or they weren't educated on racism then but holy shit the names people would call this guy like like in Hindi there's a word for like the color black and like yeah. it was basically translating to calling someone blacky yeah 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 or if not that I the really hated nigger. this no they never dropped no. the, the N word yeah. but um Another really shitty one was um, in India, they have these little monkeys which you can train to perform road size, yeah. etc. Um, and they used to call them that. Yeah. And I thought that was so fucked up. Yeah. And not only that, but even in school, like with school shit, like the teachers would never really push the guy. And they'd say, no, go play football because you're good at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they, they would, yeah, they would, they would say it's that like, a lot yeah. to, to me my friends. Like, Oh, just go play football. You'll never become an, an astronaut. Or this you is know like, what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's, this it's is like systemic racism. Like, sorry, this is please. also the kind of thing w- which is like uh, athletes in the US, for instance, where they say, oh, no, go play basketball. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. keep your, keep to your thing. Like it's. And then they'll complain that there's so many black, black players. basketball yeah. Uh, players. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> your <laughs> fucking fault. The yeah. system told me to do this because you wouldn't allow me to be an yeah. astronaut you didn't allow me to dream to be a mathematician or you know? a scientist you know like when was the last time you heard of a black scientist we don't, uh, yeah, you don't have um, yeah. <laughs> I mean Stephen Hawking may he rest in peace great mind he was a white man um, or even just like any black successful billionaire who's not affiliated with anything creative or sports Besides well, Obama. Well, I'm from mm. Africa. There are a lot of those, but yeah, yeah. I understand <laughs> yeah. what you mean, though. Mm. That internationally, I don't hear about any... Right? 
any uh, successful like black businessman or Jeff know. Bezos, Elon Musk. Yeah. I'm so sorry to everyone there. We had to keep <laughs> our windows open because it's fucking hot. We're in the middle of a heat wave in Amsterdam <laughs> right now. And there are kids downstairs in the courtyard. But yeah, uh, what I was saying is that because of like how rooted it is in society yeah. that we we train black kids to think a certain way that they can't dream to be something more than yeah. a football player, a basketball player, yeah. or a musician. They just... They're just forced into those, and yeah. if if not that, they're forced into other things. And in fact, I I remember seeing this graphic. They kept in it too. Exactly. Um, I remember seeing this one um, graphic my friend shared on her Instagram story, and it was about uh, a juxtaposition in the U.S. between black people and white people, and them doing the same thing, but what society calls them. So like, um, it was like white people living on we welfare is like unfortunate black people living on welfare is lazy yeah yeah i saw something like right? that yeah like i saw that that's not that's not a fair yeah. argument at it's all it's not yeah because the hiring practices in the us are such that black people don't stand a chance yeah. at all yeah and actually this reminds me of this one j cole song immortal do you know it <laughs> i've heard it I've, yeah i think it's my Pretty good one, I think. Right? Yeah, there's this. Right with pain. Listen. Like, that song says enough. Right, so, um, what did you think of that line? Uh, by Cole in that song, sell dope, rapper go to NBA, or oh, sorry, sell dope, rapper go to NBA in that order. It's that sort of thing that's been keeping people, that's been keeping people chained to the bottom and hang yeah. the strangest fruit ripe from pain. Listen. Yeah, I think uh, it's a, obviously I think it's a dope line. I mean, I've been listening to J Cole for quite a long time, so yeah, yeah. So his lines, I'm, I'm I think I'm uh, quite used to them now. I'm quite used to hearing stuff like that, and yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I think it's really, it's not like the the best play on words, but I think it's very truthful. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, you don't get more honest than that. You know, it's true, and and that's really just because of how the system is, where you know you you yeah. just don't have a shot as a black man or woman or however someone may identify. It's crazy. Oh, this is also something I agree with as well. You know, like it's if it's from the heart, and then like you. Like obviously, like your your, for instance, your uh, your verse that you wrote for that uh, for the protests. Yeah. Uh, like even you could even use that still. Like you could e maybe you could even make a video out of that and yeah. like record next to it and then put put it together with the speech that you made. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like it it, I think it would be even more powerful. Like, respreading it then and be like, hey, like yo, th that protest was then. But like, <laughs> shit's not over, guys. Yeah, like, yeah. It's still relevant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what it, has changed? I mean, the way I see that verse is it's poetry. And maybe if you just, you know, just record it over a simple beat yeah. and make a little music video about, like, the little protests around Europe and, like, the big ones that happen in the U.S., I think that could also just be a, a good... Way, but as you said, you don't like to align yourself with politics. Yeah. But 
I don't think this is politics at all. Like what he wrote was genuine poetry yeah. and it's a message that should be shared and heard by yeah. people all around the world. Yeah. And it, so, I, yeah. could, I don't think it could be taken in a bad way as Not long as you keep it yeah. out of your heart. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. I mean, like there's no way unless, you know, you're, you're a bigot or something, then like, fuck you, you're not, you your opinion doesn't count because... You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think that's ever like a good approach. You yeah. know? But it's not that I don't agree. But I don't, I don't think it's ever just good idea to tell people, "Yo, your opinion doesn't matter." I'm sorry. I, just, <laughs> I, I, I cannot click with bigots. Man. I hate bigots because they just focus on one thing that they think is wrong, and then they mm. just like everything's wrong. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. We don't need that energy because this is good energy only. <laughs> Right. Um, so, Yen, I think you had a question for Yannick, too. Uh, yeah, I think I had one more. Uh, let's see. Um, also, as you, as you've, as you like during COVID, like have you, have you had any like, for instance, like, uh, like it, it seems like COVID's coming, like, like it's kind of gone, because we're not really used to it anymore. Mm -hmm. But also, it's kind of it. coming back anymore. It just yeah. like the coming the past days. I don't know. Like obviously Second when we, yeah, when we released this, maybe something has changed already. Mm -hmm. But uh, it it also seems like there have been a couple of concerts again. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, I was one. Th thing has things have been happening slowly again. Uh, have you like and then friends like the the opportunities you had before COVID? Like what is happening with those? You know, like is there still any talk in that? Like or is it just all on the down low and? Yeah, I mean, uh, we, yeah, we're still talking about it. I'm still, you know, connected with the same people. Um, the only problem is that, you know, venues are a bit skeptical nowadays because there's a, a, a rule that you need to have less than a certain amount of people mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah. for shows and all that stuff. And you have to be seated and stuff. Yeah, and you have to be seated and all those yeah. things. So a lot of venues are just, you know, turning us down. It's very difficult for us yeah. upcoming guys at the moment. Um yeah, that's how you see now on Instagram. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but all these musicians were doing like a whole lot of live, yeah, yeah. live shows. That's the way now, huh? The verses where they where they play like their old like rap songs and they battle each other like that. Mm. Oh my God, that so that's like the new kind of. Uh, Do you think it works? I th I find that shit so boring, man. Like, <laughs> I think you need to be there but, in mm. front of Anderson Park and see him Some live. Things are not funny though. Um, I forgot which artist it was, uh, but he had like Instagram live on. He was like doing a bit of a small show type thing. Yeah. And then he, um, someone requested to be in the thing or he invited someone. I was like the stripper. And she started dancing and shit. And she was like taking her shit off on like the live. And like so many people more started to pile in on the live. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Is this like rewriting like how people are going to interact with Instagram live now as like a platform for entertainment yeah. where artists can perform in collaboration with other forms of creatives whether they're dancers or painters or photographers or whatever it is because that way you're still creating somewhat of a concert idea even though it's not a concert in itself i think the idea is there you know but like as yannick said like you you miss so much when you're not there in person yeah. mm. It, it it's 100%. just so so different like, singing along with the crowd really in any yeah. any situation it's going to be different if it has stage to be online. diving oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to stage dive for now man 
Wait, have you ever said so? <laughs> Me? Yeah. I'm, I'll never do that, man. No oh, matter how no. famous really? I am, I don't trust yeah. anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can count on those. Uh, yeah. As long as you don't weigh too much, that's what I'm saying. Because I'm not a strong man, I'll tell you that. <laughs> nah, you're definitely above that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, man. stage diving, I remember the first time I saw stage diving was back in New York. It was like a little pop-up music thingy um, yeah. for local artists. And, you know, they have, like, a small underground hip-hop scene where, like, you know, everyone knows everyone and some are, like, really up there. And this one guy had, like, a, like I don't know, the guy was, like, about 180, maybe a little less, but he was also big. And his girlfriend was, like, 150 or something and yeah. tiny. And she jumped up on stage and they were dancing around and he just, like, picked her up and threw her into the crowd. I was like, oh, my God, you can't be doing that. And then he followed her and he jumped into the crowd. I was like, oh my God, this is, <laughs> someone's going to die today. Did anyone yeah. have their hands up? <laughs> oh yeah, people caught him. And like, oh. ah, I, I'll show you the video after the episode. But like one of my friends was there too. And like, <laughs> he didn't just stage dive. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, what actually happened was, I don't know, maybe it's because he's super light. Like everyone just had their hands up and he was like, bobbing around like a little boat. <laughs> and just like being tossed from side to side. <laughs> But um, yeah, it was. It's quite the experience, and I really do hope you get to do that one day, Yannick. I'm, I'm never gonna do that. That's fair. Has it been frustrating, like not being able to perform and stuff? Like, yeah, you do you know the guy I normally perform with, uh, uh, Rev, Mad Rev. Uh, yeah, I think I read about him. Yeah, yeah, he was at my house last night, man, and we were just we had a few drinks and. Uh, yeah, we were just watching all the old videos of us performing and shit. Like, mm. like we're like two eight-year-old uh, best friends, just oh, uh, like reminiscing what we used to do when we were sixteen. And yeah, it's uh, it, because I mean, uh, that's how we eat, man. You know, we get a lot of money from gigs, or most of the money comes from gigging and stuff mm. like that. You know, but also apart from that, it's like it's it's it's, it's really fun, man. You know, I get to be who I want to be. You exactly. know, in front of people that I don't know. You know, mm. I don't have to put on like a fake persona or anything and that's it's genuinely just, who i am when i'm on yeah. stage and you know yeah i miss that a lot man but we'll be back man yeah hopefully with the alchemist yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah i remember we spoke yeah. about that one yeah. last time yeah and then they canceled that one yeah. and I was, that was yeah. painful that would have been big made, like, that yeah. thing with um he made alfredo with freddie gibbs so that, mm. that is the alchemist is stuff. really man's a g I don't know how you did it, like how you were able to get in his program. Yeah, it connects, man. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Fair point. L level up. Hey, but also, I'm not surprised, you know, like, talent's there. Yeah. It's mm. just, <laughs> hopefully, it's just a matter of time, I think, man. Yeah, but now, um, I think we're approaching the end of the show, so yeah. um, a few things we should mention are the importance of Black Lives Matter, and people should keep fighting the power and strive for equality. Yeah. And also, don't forget that this whole movement is not just one movement. It's a, it's a striving for equality for all people, yeah, not just. Exactly. It's and and, and don't bring a quote into like into that like all lives matter because that just that's just a terrible mm. implication. That's, that's but right. um, yeah, no, just definitely keep in mind that the Black Lives Matter quote is not saying like yo. Yeah, it's not yeah. an attack whatsoever. It's a strive for equality for all people. It's and to celebrate life. Yeah, we should all 
and and that that's why we should also uh, bring up other other uh, in, injustices like Definitely what's happening in Beirut. Uh, and yes, for Beirut, um, I wouldn't call it an injustice, but it was well, just no, in a way, you know, like have, the uh, fact that the government did such a bad job and oh, like that, a hundred percent. But it was a tragic abs- uh, accident. So Excuse if you me. can. And this was instead of to all my friends in Dubai who were from uh, Beirut or have friends and family in Beirut and everyone else around the world. I strongly urge everyone to donate to the Lebanese Red Cross if you can. And don't forget to fight the power. And I think that's it for today. Um, thank you for joining us again, Yannick. It was an absolute pleasure to no. see you and have a proper episode recorded. And we should end with the song "Fight the Power." Oh, are we gonna? <laughs> Thank you for having me, man. I, I was gonna, with so, gonna go with um, something else instead. Oh, that works. Whatever. Uh, you, you probably thought about this. Uh, yeah, yeah, Yannick. Thanks for coming back, man. Like, yeah, uh, obviously, it. maybe we haven't mentioned this enough, but you've been here before, and we Dude. recorded a whole fucking podcast, which was amazing. But um, we weren't able to put it on, and Dude. at least you came back. And yeah, no worries, man. I'm just around the corner, man. Yeah, it's spreading distance. But in the meantime, here's a fucking great song for BLM. But the truth still help your black ass, you goddamn right. Won't you tell everybody what the fuck you gotta say? Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it.